Hi, I'm Daniel Torres Dwyer, and welcome to Alice International's Career Success Podcast. Digital transformation is one of the buzzwords of the moment. But what does this actually mean as a concept, and what are the consequences for an organization? I've invited Fabio Bozaki to discuss this topic today. Mr. Bozaki is a supply chain leader that's worked with companies like Procter and Gamble, Merck Pharma, and Philip Morris, where he's led global supply chain organizations at the SBP level. Hi, Fabio. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Daniel. Thank you very much for calling. And how are you? I'm doing great, and it's a pleasure to be here. And really looking forward to speaking about a topic that we've heard about quite a lot out there. I think uh, digital transformation. Yes, indeed. Very, very important in those days. Exactly. What does it actually mean, digital transformation? I think the digital transformation is really a cultural change. And let me expand about mm-hmm. the two critical words that have just been introduced. So I think it's indeed a change because it implies the thinking, the implementation, and the renewal of the systems and the work processes inside the team, the organization, and even the entire corporation. Okay. The thinking about what's needed to win in the future for the company, irrespective of the sector and the market you're in. This is the leadership exercise to envision the future. The implementation plan has to be carefully planned in parallel of the business development and on top of the continuous improvement. The renewal of the work processes combined with the system is logical. It is a critical step. Mm -hmm. The reason for resistance to move into a new digital and more automated work processes is much harder if the legacy systems and work processes are still existing and allowed to be maintained in parallel for a long period of time. In my experience, uh, if I may, one principle yeah. we have been using to move faster was the once landed, burn the shape. Meaning after a careful plan A for the rollout, is designed and a plan B for a contingency is in place, there is no reason, there is no reason to keep more than a system alive for longer than two, maximum three weeks. Okay. This is the cultural change I was referring before. So the culture is the evidence of the value, the principle, behaviors of the operation. While the value and the principle can be stated for a long time since the start of a company, the digital transformation requires behaviors change in the respect of the value and the principle. In my experience, I had uh, several examples, but the two I can share are the following. So uh, I would call it people connecting with people, and the other one is believing the data. We often plan for meetings with our teams. Yeah. In the past, when I joined a company in fast-moving consumer goods, we would used to have it face-to-face. This implied flights, costs, time away from home, long hours. Today, we can, I can run, a global leadership team meeting in a virtual collaboration room. It's face-to-face. There is no flights, no stress. It may need just a bit of a reasonable time zone adaptation. Mm -hmm. The point here is, yes, we can run these kind of meetings, but what about the behaviors inside the meeting? What about the time together when we were all in the room? How can we recreate that team building experience? This shows that we can leverage the digital technology by maintaining a real face-to-face event with reduced frequency during the year where the objective will not only be the business, but also the team building activity, the relationship development, if mm-hmm. it's still needed. And that's an experience of life. Yeah, the, other one is, the other one is believing the data uh, and use it. The second example is the most simple and tangible. 
the reporting and the scorecards. I'm sure you, you, you experienced this one as well. So one time, we digitized all the reporting system. All data reports were made available through visualization mm -hmm. tools on any leadership team member. So mm -hmm. practically, it was on their iPhone, mobile, iPads. Net every day, on your fingertips, you can get all the data. And when I mean the data, I mean performance, line, process reliability, availability in the market, customer service. Yeah. Is it great? I think it's, it's great. But then I just realized that some members didn't use it. Rather, they were still getting an old scorecard through an email chain. Yeah. So what was the behaviors there? What was the behavior we showed to the organization? Yes, we invested into the digital scorecard reporting to be faster just in time, but the past was better. I had to come back to my team and ask for burn the ship. So leave the legacy behind and move. I think this is a, a self-telling yeah, story it is. about how much the leadership behaviors can make the digital transformation a success or a never-ending program yeah no that i think this example was very representative digital transformation as as i've said before that we've heard a lot about it i think even to the extreme of it becoming a buzzword why uh, do you yeah. think that we this, this feeling around I, i think you're definitely right so it can become a buzzword because organizations often expect that with a new system development through artificial intelligence or machine learning application, the results will come and they will be vis visible in one go immediately. Mm -hmm. I would say never underestimate the resistance and the fact that the what's needed, and I'm back to this one, has not become a compelling need for the leadership, for the organization. Then the moving to digital is no more than just another uh -huh. hack in your iPhone. Let me give you one example. Let me use some time ago. So some time ago, we envisioned to move into an autonomous plan. We mm -hmm. call it... Uh, self What is autonomous planning exactly? Yeah, we call it a self-driving operation. Okay. Uh, uh, practically, the big idea was that all the parameters, while maintaining the system, why we cannot let the system plan autonomously? That was a predictive phase. And applying few algorithms of machine learning with, with an external company to optimize it and progressively removing the need for a planner interaction. I mean, a planner decision. Is it the right plan? Is it a good plan? Is it delivering the product availability? Is it delivering the right inventory level? Well, this is a big idea, right? Mm -hmm. The issue is that often we underestimate and we underestimated one of the fundamental pillars in the digital area. And this is what I think is the master data accuracy. And we think that the system can do all the things. Indeed, It can be done, but the results require still a lot of planning intervention. And why? If you ask the question why, is because the master data, in planning master data, is not right. It's not exactly reflecting the reality. Net, I would say the digital move becomes a buzzword if the assessment of what is needed is not done thoroughly. And the implementation plan is not detailed and accurate enough. As an example, We can consider that an extremely detailed assessment of the master data is always the first step on the journey. This is my, the experience I've had. Yeah. If the assessment is not done properly, the operation will not see any tangible improvement. And then, voila, the resistance comes again versus the legacy, and it will be impossible to overcome. The typical sentence mm -hmm. is, I don't trust it, I do what I was always doing. Yeah. That's the buzzword.
Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And, you know, we're having all this discussion about, you know, digital transformation, what it means, how to do it better, how to do it worse. Um, but why is it actually necessary or important to an organization to undergo this transformation and spend yeah. all the money and time? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say it's an art question, but let me take it in this way. I would say there is no other way to compete in those days than to be really at the leading gauge about the digital transformation. We live in an exponential development time. I think people have explained very well how, how we, I mean, exponential means. But what today is just an idea, it can be very probably designed and experimented in a third of a time that we just referred to years ago. So the customer and the consumers are not any longer willing to pay for any inefficiencies. Mm. Every penny counts. And the competition on service differentiation is every day the challenge in any industry and sector. I mean, is in pharma as well as fast-moving consumer goods, and it is in technical equipment. The digital transformation is the most important, the most needed change to be fast in intercepting the needs and adapting fast to the changes. Mm -hmm. We can also test fast, fail small, learn and improve big time. An example based on the experience was, I mean, the traceability, big deal in pharma industry. Yeah. Traceability is no longer only an industry work process. The traceability has become a competitive advantage to secure quality and service along the entire supply chain. Yeah. In the past, everything, I would say, was done even manually. So this is valid for an e-shopper as well as a customer and supply relationship. I want to know where my chemicals are when they get delivered, which is the certificates of productions and quality and all the rest, and I can really have it on a snapshot. This means that the traceability through digital can grow your business. You can provide a better service, lower cost to the consumer, as well as remove losses inside the supply chain. Could we do it some years ago? Oh, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. But the level of data we have today and the ability to manipulate them in a thousand times better and faster, that's simply amazing. So that's where I think it is important. That sheds some light on it. And if you had to break it down, what do you think are the most important steps to lead a digital transformation? Based on my experience, and again, I'm just providing you what, what I think is the three most important things are creating the vision about the needed change and the value of it, mm -hmm. engage and communicate the change properly within the organization at each every level. So go up to the CEO, down to the last person in your organization, mm -hmm. and a detailed planning and continuous updates. Continuous yeah. updates are the most critical. It's been evident to me that we need to explain why we are changing and transforming through the digital move and design the new organization according with the new system and work processes. Let me expand on this one. Often we introduce some AI interfaces and some machine learning, but we forget that now the organization is still in the old structure. And if the old structure is a vertical hierarchical way, and now we are working horizontal because the data are visible to everybody, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that the new digital environment connects with this real-time structure. So the visibility of the data happens to be at a lower level. So creating the vision, it's enough, but it's not all. Engaging communication, it's okay, but the planning and the continuous updates will make the system. And then you've got to change your organization accordingly because otherwise you miss the leadership engagement at each every level and the governance of this transformation.
Yeah, but is that you were mentioning resistance before and, you know, people sticking to their old ways, which I think, you know, related also to the company culture is probably the most intangible and probably most then challenging part of this whole process. What's your take, Fabio, on how to overcome that resistance? I love this question because resistance and objections is exactly something that we as a leadership, we need to influence and then try to overcome. I think the only way to remove the objections is to stay clear what is the compelling need for the transformation. Why this will make the company more profitable, Mm -hmm. winning in the market, and what's for you. So your work will be more meaningful. So instead of transactional work, you move to judgmental decision, scenario analysis through big data, AI, machine learning. So the way to overcome the resistance is connected also to the digital awareness. I would call it a sort of digital awareness Mm -hmm. index inside the company. Mm -hmm. If it is low, then it will again a very clear thinking about the business needs and the what's needed and a very detailed implementation plan, a strong clarity about the renewable system and work processes. People sometimes change platform. I will never mention the large platforms that are in the markets. Mm-hmm. And then they lose sight of what these platforms are going to deliver. And then the leadership says, okay, I have a huge investment. What's the return? And if it is not clear, then the digital transformation will not happen. That will create resistance. Yet we may say this is a project management-based requirements, right? So, I mean, I would say this is not a, a big invention, but what I believe, what is behind the removal of the resistance and the objection is the visible leadership commitment to make it happen, mm-hmm. communicate clearly, and provide regular update about the status and, most importantly, the achievements. The organization will look at the leaders to see if their behaviors are changing. People will see and feel if it is a buzzword, and I come mm. back to your people's question, or oh, it's a fashion of the week, and behave the same way the leader will. Mm. Let me take it back, the example of the scorecarding. Am I using the new system, or am I still going to the people to ask the numbers? That will make the difference. I would say, I leave it to you, but on top and beyond the technical mastery that is absolutely yeah. needed at each every level, leadership is at the core of the transformation, as any in the past. In those days, I would say just 50 years ago, a man decided to take over control from a computer and landed with only 10 seconds, 10 seconds of remaining fuel. Wow. This is the human factor through the competence and the leadership skills to lead any large transformation. I would mention that the sentence was, and the statement of that guy was, uh, Houston, the ego has landed. I'm referring to the, the man on the moon, right? That is happening yeah. exactly in those, in those days 50 years ago. So I will never forget the leadership is attached to people and there's a very strong human factor, even in the digital transformation. Speaking digital, but at the end of the day, there are some, of course, even though, though the world is changing a lot, there are some common factors of success compared to 50 and probably 5,000 years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, look, Fabio, it was a pleasure to have you here. I really enjoyed this conversation about digital transformation, resistance, culture change, and leadership. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. and looking forward for the next one. Excellent. And thanks to all our listeners and see you in the next edition of the podcast.